Hi guys and welcome back. It's Christy and today we are going to talk about giving up our personal history. So this is a pretty big topic for me and what I've noticed throughout my lifetime is that so many people are stuck not living in the present because they're convinced that what they did or maybe what they failed to do in the past is like a permanent prescription for how the rest of their life is always going to be. And this is something that I really, really struggled with and still feel it's something that I have to continue to work on and just be extra conscious of. And I guess mostly because this is really, really hard and big for me to even really give a brief overview of my real life. But here we are. Uh, my parents were separated when I was like five and I'm the oldest of four kiddos. So that's pretty big. Um, you know, unfortunately, I really don't remember much about my life or what our family was like um, before they separated, other than I remember some really, really big fights. But, you know, growing up post-divorce uh, post was a battle on really many levels. There was a lot of pain, sadness, fear, distress, you know, my mom worked a really lot and at times even had an extra evening job to help pay all the bills as the four of us were alone with her. So she was extra busy and stressed and, you know, ended up taking out her frustration on us kids. And, you know, she just didn't know any better at the time. But I remember, you know, always just being in trouble. And as I got older, like just constantly being grounded and having to do chores day and night so that we couldn't go out or couldn't do things. Um, you know, and I was really shy and I kind of kept everybody at a distance. And, you know, I think mostly because I was afraid to get hurt which is kind of all I knew growing up, you know, I was, I was ashamed and I just couldn't wait to be old enough to move out. So 18 years old, feeling empty and lonely, I found myself jumping into a relationship with a man almost 10 years my senior. And I think I wanted out of the house so badly and was just not fully aware of what I truly wanted or what was good for me, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, so, so I made decisions that I, I just wasn't conscious of and, and that worked for a while, but, but I was lost. I really had no clue who I was, what I should be doing, what, what it was that I, Christy, deep down really wanted. And, you know, I was, I was empty inside and felt really unhappy and kind of hopeless. And long story short, I found myself jumping off of that sinking ship to another. And what was I looking for this time? I really have no idea. I again needed something to jump to. I was in a sinking, failing relationship and I think was maybe afraid to be alone. Um, but again, I jumped in with an older man. I'm not sure what drew me to older men. Um, you know, maybe I was looking for a parental figure in some messed up way. I'm not really sure. But nonetheless, um, again, I was just not fully aware and conscious of what I really needed, which is never good and really can only end up 
kind of in a not good situation. Um, so huge advice is get to know yourself and love yourself first before you jump into any relationships, especially permanent relationships as we get, you know, get a little bit older. Um, <clears throat> so needless to say that didn't last. And I guess it was about 10 years later, I finally had the guts and the courage to be okay with being on my own. You know, I was afraid of how I'd move on from here. You know, it kind of felt like daunting. Two failed marriages, three kids, a bad childhood. You know, who would ever love me and what in the world was I thinking? But learning to give up my personal history and get to know and love myself was, was just a huge, huge game changer for me. You know, at that point, I was ready to move on and move on in a way that was good for me, living on my own and later dating a wonderful man um, is, is what I needed. And that little voice inside knew I needed to work on myself for anything to be successful in the future. And I pretty much have spent the years since my divorce. So it's been, I don't know, what are we on like seven years now, seven or eight years, um, you know, doing exactly that and diving into everything that I could find spiritual, natural, holistic, um, you know, and through all of this work on myself, I've gained so much knowledge that has really helped set my life on track. And that's what I hope to be able to share with everybody out there. And now I'm, I'm happy, I'm healthy, I know myself, I know what I want, I'm never going to make unconscious decisions, big decisions like that ever again. And, you know, through all of this work kind of led me to, to many different amazing teachers. And one of them is the great late Wayne Dyer, who I know we've talked about before. But this was one of his top 10 secrets for success is to give up our personal history. And, and I needed this more than anything. I needed to stop living my life, you know, feeling like I was a failure because of the things that happened in my past. You know, it was time to let go and live in the now, which is really the only way to be. You know, when I was labeling myself as a failure, mostly just because of my personal history, I mean, that was no good. It wasn't good for me. It wasn't good for anybody in my life. Um, you know, because when we do this, you know, we kind of have this unstated pressure to stay in that little, fit into the little box and the label that I've already given myself, which is not right. A failure of relationships, a divorcee, blah, blah, blah. You get the picture. None of that's good for us to, to hold on to ourselves for and, and to keep continuing to go at. You know, but thankfully, I was able to learn that my history didn't have to define me. Instead, I, you know, became encouraged by new things. I started to think differently, be adventurous, and not be afraid to fail. So, what exactly is our personal history, and why do we need to give it up? Basically, it's all the things in our background that keep us the same, all the things that happen to us that keep us the same. Um, I decided that more of the same is definitely not what I needed anymore. So I had to let go of my history. And when we do this, you know, we let go of all the beliefs we've had about ourselves. And most of those beliefs are probably not even true. 
So take it from me, you can choose to view your past situations much differently than you're viewing them now. And another thing Wayne Dyer says, when you change the way you look at things, uh, the things you look at change, which is 100% true. So by letting go of the past, you know, I was able to feel more alive and to really be here in the present, be here every day in everything that I'm doing, um, which is really where it's all at. How many times a day do you guys, or how many times, not even in a day, do you catch yourself contemplating the past and analyzing it or agonizing over it? I knew, I know that I used to spend more time doing this than I, I definitely liked. Um, but by becoming present instead, I let go of the stress and anxiety of always thinking about the past of what we messed up or what we should have done different. Um, and by letting go of my personal history, it really, really has been a key step for me to live in the moment and to live a life that's happy and joyful. Um, there's so many people, just like so many people that I've met before, I used to believe that I couldn't live the life I wanted to because of my past. You know, it made me kind of feel like I was stuck and that was really all I was worth or all that I was capable of, of doing. And that's a super scary way to live and a really, really horrible way to look at myself. And when we do that, we're, we're kind of not in control of how we respond to situations because we're just in such a negative energy field, which is really, really scary. So I am beyond grateful that, you know, I felt empowered to give up my past and to listen to that little voice inside of me, which is your consciousness or God or your true divinity, however you want to refer to it is, refer to it as, you know, this is something that every one of us has, that force that's greater than us, bigger than us operating in this universe. You know, this, this voice or God or source, again, any which way you think of it, um, is just kind of sitting there and listening and waiting for each of us to acknowledge our own divinity, that own our own beautifulness that's inside of us, that most of us just keep buried under there. And, you know, that's what we're really here to do is to find that voice, find our purpose, and to live lives of, of happiness and joyfulness you know to find our true selves that are deep deep inside of us because each of us has that voice and you know sometimes it's hiding underneath all the layers of our past experiences you know i like to say because i heard this somewhere before that we're like an onion with our past thoughts actions experiences all layering over our heart and, and really, this journey that I've been on, post-divorce, spiritual journey, whatever you want to call it, has really been me slowly unpeeling those layers away and letting go of my past and letting go of the experiences that have happened to me and finding my true self that's kind of been buried under there all this time. I just had no clue. Um... So here's another thing that I really struggled having a hard time understanding is why bad things happen to positive people who are living their lives on purpose. 
So, you know, once we start doing things, why do, why do these bad things happen? But, you know, the bad things happen, it isn't because like we deserved it or it's punishment, but rather it's just because we were aligned with the negative. Why we were aligned with negativity, it really doesn't matter. Um, but if we can somehow accept that we were at one point aligned with it, and then we can move past it. And by taking responsibility for it, just letting go and really start living in the present moment. Because when we live in the now, we're, we generate energy that will kind of take us wherever we want to go in this life. I mean, it really just gives us such powerful energy to change our life around. And this is something that I've seen play out in my own life. Um, and yeah, and still playing out in my own life. I have someone who loves, someone in my life who loves to fight, especially for the love of his life, which is his money. Um, and this has been going on for the past seven years and it used to make me like super anxious and stressed thinking about it. But when I was able to acknowledge that I was aligned with negativity in, in my relationship with him and I accepted it, I was able to move on. And since, you know, I've been able to generate like such good energy in my life and move, you know, I was able to move past that fear and the anxiety and the pain that I was having even though it's still going on, um, you know, I'm just no longer consumed by it, you know, and part of my work is also forgiving him and sending him love and prayers on a daily basis that he'll be able to come more conscious so he can, you know, bring peace into his life rather than the constant battles he always has happening with someone. Sadly, it isn't just me. Um, but, and, you know, and the crazy thing in all this is, you know, the money that he's fighting for, which is the love of his life, could have been paid two times over which, with how much money he spent on lawyers and, and fighting. So it's just really, really a sad situation on many levels. And I'm sure there's people out there who have things similar or way worse wherever on the spectrum you have negativity in your life it really is just acknowledging it accepting it realizing you were aligned with it and moving on and forgiving and it makes a huge huge difference and really by acknowledging that and taking that responsibility it doesn't mean it's our fault instead it means we're just no longer going to allow someone else's actions to have an impact on how we operate in our life. I should repeat that again. <laughs> what it really means by take, acknowledging and taking responsibility is we will no longer allow someone else's words, actions, anything to have an impact on how we feel or how we go about in our daily lives. Right? I mean, his actions no longer have control over me or my life. And I'm happy and free and I, <clears throat> sorry, and I'm living in the now. So what's the saying um, that they say? Oh, yesterday's history, tomorrow's a mystery, and today is a gift. And, and that's really how we need to look at 
it, to be fully present and attentive in the now is where it's at. And then we lose that anxiety. We lose that stress from thinking about worrying about the future or, you know, agonizing over the past. So take responsibility for everything that happens to you. Um, and by doing that, it's kind of like taking charge of our life. It's like grabbing it by the reins, like of a horse and, you know, we're in charge. So I hope that we can all try to do this and be here and just be present in the moment and listen intently to what you deep inside of you wants and just feel the joy and the peace of that life brings you. Being fully present, it really, really works. I'm convinced that, you know, everyone comes into our lives as a blessing or a lesson. And, you know, I now appreciate all the work that I've done on myself to effectively deal with this human that has been fighting me for years. You know, everything happens for a reason. And, you know, this man has blessed me with my son and has sent me my lessons to work on. But I feel like because of him, the work on myself is accelerated as I really had to navigate through a really rough road with him. And I'm beyond thankful for that because I've grown and I love the person that I've become. I'm much more conscious and now I know that I'll never ever allow myself to align with, with that type of energy and to recognize it and know that that's not a good situation for me. So this kind of shows you that by giving up our personal history also means, you know, making peace with the past. It means that everything has happened to us for a reason, to teach us something important about ourselves or about our lives. And even with all the negative things that I've experienced, I'm truly grateful for all of it. And it all had to happen to make me the person I am today. But if we are still living in our past, we're not really getting those lessons that are meant to teach us. If I was still all worried about what's still going on with this human and you know all the battles that we're in, um, you know, I wouldn't be able to live in the past and I'd still be stressed and anxious and worried. You know, kind of like that story that we talked about before, the hole in the road story. You know, we need to grow and evolve so that we don't keep going in that same hole and staying aligned with that negative energy. You know, it's time for an upgrade. You deserve it. We need to accept the past for what it is and move on from it. I mean, that's really, that's it. End of story. Um, Wayne Dyer talks about the wake of a boat. This is a good way to look at it as a metaphor for how to give up your personal history. You know, the wake doesn't drive the boat. It merely is the trail that's left behind. And what propels the boat forward is the energy that we're putting into it right now. So the boat is us. And, you know, the same goes for our lives. Our current energy and state of being is what creates the life we're living now. So our past, just like the wake of a ship, doesn't drive us forward. It merely is the trail that is left behind. Remember, 
we are the writers of our stories, the directors of our lives. And if we're living in the past, we're replaying the same old tapes over and over again. So whatever our history, whatever our parents did or didn't do, whatever poor choices we made, whatever mistakes or failures we've experienced, it doesn't matter. Our real life is happening right now. And, you know, this same idea applies to forgiving ourselves for the things that we may have done or that we may have caused in the past. You know, we can't move forward and heal if we're still angry, upset, or judging the choices that we made. You know, we need to forgive ourselves in order to move forward in our lives. Guilt, self-hatred, shame, they're only really destructive and they're no good for anybody. So as the saying goes, hold on, holding on to anger is like drinking poison and expecting someone else to die. That's no good either. So instead, know that there is a divine plan and that we all are connected. We all came from this same invisible force, the force that created us, and we're all connected to each other through it. And this invisible connection is kind of what I like to call our consciousness. As, you know, a word I really never thought of most of my life, but now it's something that I think about all the time. Just becoming more conscious and more aware of everything we think, say, do, act, everything is, is how we evolve, how we grow, how we make our life better. And, you know, know that we all have our own individual consciousness, but there's also a collective consciousness made up of all the people on the planet. And that means what we do and feel affects other people. And when we are filled with shame, hate, or anger, we not only kind of create a vortex of negative energy in our own consciousness, but we send that into the collective consciousness as well. So this literally increases the negative energy around us. And since negative energy generates more negative energy, no good. So really, let's, let's just try to become more observant, more watchful, and more aware. Because by giving up our attachments to the events of the past, we can now instead offer love, acceptance, forgiveness. And this allows us to let go and live in the present, live in the now. And the result will only help heal yourself and also have a healing impact on the planet too. And boy, does it need it right now. I can feel this whole world is going through a big awakening right now. But as bad as it seems currently, and we truly are living in historic times of what's going on in this world, and truly evil things have been happening for years, but it's going to get better soon, and it's going to be good for all humans. It's really an exciting time to be alive and to be able to witness the amazingness to come. I'll save more on that for another episode, but... What that means is we need to become aware and we need to make ourselves the best we can be so that we can help contribute to the world becoming a much better place. 
Um, and on that note, I've met a lot of people who say they're super, super spiritual, but their lives are in shambles. And it seems that many of these folks are super sincere and they offer love and acceptance to all those around them. But the problem is they don't do the same for themselves. So inside, they're still filled with shame or guilt or fear, which translates into their lives not working out very well. And, and I was one of them and, and I meet people like this and you know, we kind of are starting to see that common theme. Loving and working on yourself is the best thing you can do for you, for everyone on the planet, and especially your loved ones. So remember the world is only as good as its collective consciousness. It's a win-win for all if we can work on ourselves and make ourselves better every day in every way. And you know, my hope is that these podcasts and this information I share will help, help you, even if it helps one person to become better and better every day in every way. So if we direct love and peace outward, but not inward towards ourselves, you know, we're really not living completely spiritual lives. If we want our lives to be filled with love, we must start with ourselves, And this is something that I've had to work on every day because I can say I did not feel that way. And, you know, for me, part of that was learning how to love my past, accepting it for everything that it's been without judging it or hating any part of it. And when I learned to do this, I created a life in the present that is exactly what I want it to be. And this really helped me to shift to a new dimension of my own spirituality by giving up my attachments to the past and reminding myself, you know, I hadn't failed. I'd produced a result and I can do whatever I choose with those results, except for hang on to them. Um, so I love the saying and I often say it to my son, especially because he's really competitive and a big athlete in, in school and everything he does that, you know, true nobility is not about being better than someone else. It's about being better than you used to be. And, and that's, that's all that should matter. And this has really, really been true for me in a big way. Indeed, I am better than I used to be, but only because I refuse to continue to label myself as that failure, having this horrible past. And, you know, this really involved me completely and empathetically giving up my personal history and treating it as feedback rather than, you know, a blueprint for how the rest of my life was to be lived. So, you know, as we come to the end on this topic, I'll leave you with this proverb, which sums up, I guess, pretty beautifully what today's podcast was about. The best time to plant a tree is 20 years ago. And the second best time is now. On that note, let's go and live in the now, make peace with our past, love yourself so that we can live our best lives and, and make this planet a better place. Um, remember, it's never too late to be what you might have been. Thank you guys so much for listening. Please subscribe, share this with anyone that you think may want to hear it, and everyone. I'm so grateful for all of you to my past and to living in the now. 
Much love and light. Big hugs. Bye, guys.